Hi, this is your host Arun Kaushik and I'm really grateful for the people who listen to the show and who share it with your friends. That really means a lot for us. And this week y'all are pardoned from listening to my voice and instead we are going to call in a special guest. I have to hyper forgive me lord for I have sinned. <laughs> Last week I was telling you the story of how I found polyamory and love. This week the same story from a different perspective. My first partners and here it goes. Romantic relationships. The two words which allow me to experience both extremes. You know, either the happy blissful puppy like ecstasy or the uneventful abuse of toxicity. And Botus has been a part of my life for about 7 years now. Disclaimer. I grew under heavy orthodoxical influence of monogamy. Being the youngest in my family, I've always had a chance to see how the traditional way of any relationship looked. But all I knew from there on was maybe I was a little different. Things like two people are equal, they um they've to just adjust, but it is a girl who is to be more submissive one should seek permission from others before she is able to do anything at all. Mm, has never been settling for me as a person. Personally, I hate it. I am that different from outside after all, but maybe only on the lines of how I perceive relationships. Um but things changed once I moved out of family. Um uh, to live alone, I started to live my life on my own. Everything was seen through rose-tinted glasses. And whatever I'd seen through those rose-tinted glasses had all its colors withered. And now when I could see everything in its natural colors and existence, I fell in love with those. One thing led to the another, and I end up in something most of us end up unknowingly and most importantly unwillingly. Toxic relationship. No, it's not our relationship that I'm talking about, but it's about my ex before this happy puppy happened to me. This was around mm, one year and eight months back. In my defense, it's eerie how accurate I am with date and time. I know. Can you like stop remembering dates and holding me accountable for them? Like, please, Papa, Papa. I was in a rebound. How did I end up reaching a relationship with someone else who was not even in the picture? Pardon me while I lapse into a little detailed flashback with comments. I visited my fantasy paradise comic con on one of those event days with my ex. My luck with relationships was so bad that I ended up being friend zone after romantic relationships. We were happily loitering around the aisles. I ended up buying gifts for my rebound like I was saying and I was too tired and I called it a day. Just when we were trying to exit uh, and I was walking towards the exit gate right there was stationed this guy wearing a volunteer t-shirt hmm a familiar face i thought oh wait oh yeah i started nodding my head like weirdly and i was like yeah shristi um as i presumed he kind of identified me and he was trying to ask me about the same thing we exchanged a little pleasantry because uh, now that we are in the same college who knows we have to cross paths again and i think i left that was pretty much it i didn't think uh later that night i received a facebook friend request from this guy who had seen at the comic con 
and the only thing went into me was like why is he being a little desperate he just saw i mean it's fine like gone are the days when facebook pay making friends was like fantasy no so i was like ha huh, okay okay whatever cut to 3 days later i went out for lunch with this friend of mine and you know this guy came and joined our table so apparently he was her friend too during a conversation when someone was talking to him in hindi he ended up telling him don't go out my secrets sensor cut sensor cut you know there was this casual discussion on uh, what could have been possibly the translation for that line i turned around and translated this line for someone and what i did not expect was this weird reaction from this guy because he had his jaw dropped and wide open hmm. i think it's the, it's probably the only time he had he was at the loss of words in all and then days passed and we continued the conversations over lunches you know uh like a week or so later he came and told me that there was this girl he was interested in um so i still like to believe secretly that i wanted to be the girl that he was uh, crushing on but um, unfortunately it wasn't me for him i seemed like a reliable source for him to be sharing this stuff and he looked at me and this like this very uh, convincing tone he had he told me like you know i don't know why but i think i can trust you with this so the girl that he was crushing on happened to be my friend and i've got super excited you know why because i love playing cupid to people uh who knew that cupid was playing his game on me all this while so i remember talking to him over call for the first time trying to find out ways to facilitate his new fun crush mm, only to like you know the call kind of lasted for 1 hour and 45 minutes and do you know what did i get to know about this guy uh, a couple of days later he hates phone calls i still hate it do not call me please you know we kind of discovered that we stayed close by and you know the first thing that we did right after that was go on to our terraces in like midnight pitch darkness and we started showing flashlight to each other and mind you the houses are like roughly about 1.5 kilometers in distance but uh, flashlights were visible somehow i don't know how but <laughs> it was damn weird by it he means me mm. and i thought about the same thing and when i was going to bed that night i had this huge smile on my face with this happiness that i found myself a person as weird as i am Huh? I told you so. Like as a friend, you know. The next day was the time when I found this amazing thing about the two of us that we could make a great team. You know, great teams like Tahir and Sadam. Uh, for non-Tamil folks, it's curd and rice, vada and pav, biryani and chicken. Ayo, stop adding cheese to Tahir Sadam, acha. Uh, well. the plan was supposed to be that he was supposed to come to my home pursue his crush because she is my friend and she was visiting home but his crush had already short lived by then and then we decided okay to cheer him up i think i offered to cook him some food and then he had this puppy like eyes he was like oh my god this girl is going to make me food 
Yeah. So I think that guy is a hella sucker for home cooked food. So which I wasn't sure of till then, but clearly evident later. Um. So that is what happened. We cooked food and then we had ice cream together and yeah. Uh, unfortunately, a few days later, uh, I got hospitalized, and uh, this guy was chatting with me, and I might have just casually mentioned that I was in the hospital. So what happened was, uh, within the next five minutes, yep, no kidding, by the clock, fifth minute, this guy was standing on the hospital door, and I was like, oh, okay, because really weird. But what happened that day was that this guy went back home and cooked me home cooked food because I was alone in the hospital, and uh, he cooked me home cooked food in a home wherein the utensils weren't used in around six months. Not true at all. We are all responsible adults living an adult life. Okay. Uh- That was the moment when I developed a little crush on him. You know, a um, few days later, we were setting up this exhibition for our college event, and he just asked me, "Hey, can you help me uh, make my props? Cause I'm I suck at crafts, and uh, since I know that you're amazing with it, can you please help?" Now his please was too hard to refuse, so I ended up ditching my friends and I said yes to him. What a jerk, na! You never ditch your friends. Like Pooja, what is this behavior, huh? Kyal ma, kyal. So I stayed back, made his props. We went on a long walk to find a stationery shop nearby, and made the props. And like we left for home. I probably did not know was that one little yes that I said that day would be for a longer while than just that brief period of prop making. So cut to when we were coming back home. It was a cold uh, December night, and uh, I love ice creams in cold. In my defense, I'm a delicate. So we went. We had this ice cream, and this guy was like, "Dude, why are you like this?" And I'm like, "I don't have an answer. This is how weird I am." He's like, "But I'm I'm feeling so cold. But now I need alcohol." I'm like. Say no more. Of course, I had alcohol in my house. Come over, and maybe we can pour something. So he dropped me home. He came home along with me. We poured uh, drinks for him because I had just come out of the hospital recently, right? Um, I I poured drinks for him. What ended up happening that night was he was like he kind of mixed four to five different types of alcohol, and his system literally fucked up his mind. <laughs> He started sending drunk voice notes to these uh, Tinder girls that he had swiped on, and he was making me send voice notes to these people, saying, "Hey, I found this crazy girl. She's as crazy as I am. I wanted, I want you to talk to her." And it was, though it was weird, but it was funny for me at that point in time. I was just enjoying his antics all along, and. Uh, You know, as the night progressed, the cold started uh, settling, and I pulled out my comforter. To which he was like, "Oh my God, you've got clouds in your home!" And I was sold. Trust me, I was sold. This guy is the cutest when he's drunk. 
shake him. <laughs> and that was it. He passed out hugging me because he was too blissful. Um, and you know, till then I haven't really let people touch me physically because I have this thing where I'm weirded out. But that one time I didn't feel weird by his touch. Maybe my heart ached for that warm touch after a really long time. So, as they say, his his hugs really melted my heart that day. And next day morning, that we were too close to each other, but it didn't feel odd. Then there was his breath on my ears, and so one thing led to the other, and we ended up making out. Um, and a much and much more. I don't want to give you guys details. And after all we were done, we were like, oh, fuck. We have an exhibition to attend, uh, wherein we have to probably face each other the entire day. I have zero clue what was going to happen. We were like, mm, never mind, let's just go to the exhibition and let's see. So he awkwardly packed and was leaving. He's like, listen, I'll come take you to the exhibition, don't worry. I'm like, okay. But... The only thing that I remember of was smiling entire time I was getting ready. I was happy. I was happy that I had maybe a space wherein I could walk out of that toxic relationship now. Not as a rebound this time though. Hmm. So, you know, uh, we ended up doing crazy shit at the exhibition. That included getting people drunk. On an official exhibition but you know when we were all doing all of those things we realized that we had certain feelings for each other and we weren't really sure if the other person meant the same so we decided like any two consenting mutual adults talk it out yes we actually had the conversation so when we were having the conversation he came to me and he was like uh, but there is something that I want to tell you I'm like yeah tell me so he's like, I can't be exclusive. I don't know how to be with one person at a time. You know, I'm, I don't know if you call it commitment phobia or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know what to say technically, but I had this fair picture in my uh, mind. And that's what relationships to me look like. And I just turned to him and I'm like, listen, I wouldn't want my gardener to be my hairdresser. He's like, uh, what? I'm like, like... I would have different people doing different household chores. I would always want different people for my different emotional needs too. And he was like, wait, did he just give words to exactly the feeling that I go through every time? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. So that was it. I think that was when uh, we discovered, I mean, I knew and he discovered that he was polyamorous. And I didn't think uh, it made any difference to me because, to be honest, it doesn't matter to me if you're exclusive or not. Well, folks, like I would mentioned that I'm a monogamous person, but always had this mindset open enough to know that exclusivity doesn't really mean the world to me. So um, he ended up asking me, like the rest of the world, that why would you ever want to be with a person like this? To which, again reiterating it I do not care 
all, all that matters is if I'm happy with who I am and if that person's capable of making me happy, which he did. So I was okay. So we decided to give this relationship a shot. Hmm. So if you want inside details, the relationship has been a roller coaster. But I'm the adventurous kind, you know, who would probably go on multiple times just for the thrill. Uh, what are we talking about here again? We've done it, I think, all. And when I say all, you know what all. Insert visible confusion meme here. <laughs> no, I'm talking about things like going on Sasta dates, you know, the roadside ones. And dates like cooking food together. I've even traveled like in a BMTC bus at 11.30 in the night to see this guy sometime. We've also organized a hell lot of house parties. I think you should ask the other people around us how great we are when we do this power couple thingy a lot. So, I've been battling anxiety for quite a while and when it was this person who kind of realized it um, and he not only pushed me to seek the correct kind of help like some sane partner was supposed to do he also caved into my love for guinea pigs and he kind of helped me adopt a pair on my birthday uh, you know such cuties they were uh, hash and brownie and not only that he co-parented them yes uh, for a person who did not want commitments in life he co-parented imagine so you know one thing I had realized by then in the relationship was, indeed, we were a couple in love. With the capacity to love each other with our flaws, drawbacks, comebacks, and giving each other the space one requires. Then, this other day, he told me about this girl he had met on Tinder. You know, the first time he told about her, the only thing that could probably should have been running on my mind was the voice of my Isaiah singing Julian. You know the song, Julian? Uh, Julian, Julian. Jolene, Jolene, I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Jolene, 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 please don't take him just because you can. <sighs> Pardon my vocals, I also agree, my is a great job, I'm sorry guys. But, uh... But coming back, so that probably should have been what was should be going on in my mind. But the only thing that went on in my mind was like, wait, should he's got another partner? Hmm. Is she prettier or is she not? Is she funnier? Is she not? Whilst I was battling like a chunk of thoughts in my head, my mind I think automatically put a stop to it, and. All that coming, all that came running back to my head was, wait, I already knew he was polyamorous. There'd been a few times that he had talked about her and told me about things like going on dates with her and everything. And I didn't know they were a couple, like, you know, the difference between going on dates and being a partner. I didn't know that she was her part, she was his partner, which is fine. And that day when he told me, I think. The only thing at the end of the day was, all that mattered was, was he happy exactly like the, make, the way I make him? Of course he was. Then I didn't think anything else mattered. Uh, up until recently, you know, uh, she sent me a follow request on Instagram. Right until that moment, 
she always like was this entity i was aware about but i wasn't really formally introduced except the constant mention of her name time and again hmm uh, actually we did have a chance encounter this light this once for a very brief time and i don't really think she 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 would remember about it and he has zero clue about me things like these uh wait what what happened the first day we started following each other on instagram we ended up making memes about him yeah him out of all the people so it seems like we getting together was never really the problem all i could decipher was that jealousy and other similar feelings probably never mattered until we were both face to face on instagram but what actually mattered were the feelings that were involved when it revolved around him and those would probably would have been mutual of love towards him and for people who still keep wondering how i'm okay being in a poly relationship when i'm monogamous the rule is simple the insecurity is probably within i know you guys have already heard this a million times by from million other people in million different contexts but in this context it doesn't really change when we can be okay with our other relationships the non romantic ones uh alias mom dad brother sister friends etc and it is okay for them to share their wants with others i think it's okay for our partners to feel the same probably i love him and the way he is a little more than my need to be exclusive if in all honesty love isn't about confinement to me it's about when in you know in the moment if it's 100% or not and there are days when either of us is not their 100% and i think that is also okay because um, those are the those are the days um because i think those are the days when you enjoy self love a little more isn't it i still am a one person at a time girl i've tried keeping my options open but you know have realized that even though this relationship might come with an expiry date physically uh i wouldn't want to think about being outside of it because he's polyamorous for all of the reasons and that i should never be able to put an end to the bond we've always had being friends that was really sweet god <laughs> I feel so wholesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Next week my other partner will be telling how she thought that I was a fuck boy. I mean to be honest, I can't really deny that. <laughs> That's it for this week and I'll meet you all in the next episode. Please share this podcast with your partners, friends or anyone you think may find this really amusing. feedbacks are considered precious too dm me on instagram at the fucked up philosopher underscore under every word and on twitter at arun underscore kaushik see you guys in the next episode bye bye